John, do we actually get you a laptop so you could like follow along? No, I like you giving me cliff notes. <laughs> I think probably I like giving the minimalist amount of effort. Minimalist, <laughs> the amount, most minimal, the, the minimal, mo <laughs> minimal effort. I think also it probably helps listeners because sometimes even when I'm reading the question, yeah, all everyone just, everyone likes the cliff, the cliff notes. First notes, off, yeah. like. I'll take the blunt, like John Stupid, music of this, but I know you assholes out there are also like, what's, like, what's, going, what's, on? what's going on? And welcome, welcome back, back to, to Give It To Me Straight. Straight. I'm Alex. And I am John. And, and we're, we're your, your gracious, 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 gracious host. host. Guys, we're tired. We just got back from a long weekend. But before we jump into anything, happy Halloween. Happy yeah. Halloween. And but that doesn't matter. What matters is tomorrow. Tomorrow is November 1st. If you're in California and if you're not in California, come hang out with us at the Beverly Center. We're doing our first live show. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you can tell John is so nervous. He can't even speak. Oh, I am nervous for sure. Watch me crash and burn, baby. But no, it'll be fun. We got this. The Listen, let me just do the cliff notes because you're all over the place. <laughs> Beverly Center in Beverly Hills, November 1st, 5.30 to 8, $10 a ticket. That gets you free food, free alcohol. Well, no, again, it's $10, so it's $10 worth of... Free food, free alcohol, but it's unlimited. <laughs> yeah. You met, we got some giveaways. Giveaways, we have some treats, we have some entertainment, and we'll be there. And that's the thing, like, this is our first live show, but we're really doing it to connect with you guys. Right. So we're going to do meet and greets, Q&As. So we're just excited to meet you. So if you guys are in the area, if you're not in the area, it'll be a fun post-Halloween date night. So grab so your come. partner, grab your friends, come and alone. You'll make friends. And if you do come alone and you have no friends and you'll make no friends, we're your friends. And that's all that you need. It's us. So, um, yeah, buy your tickets. We're going to put the link in our show notes and you can find the link in our bio everywhere. Uh, I know it's last minute, but we better but see you it, tomorrow. You know, let's go. We're see excited. We're excited and a little nervous, but guys, if it, goes, cool, if it goes well, maybe we'll make this a thing. So the future of give it to me straight <laughs> it depends on, on you. your shoulders, right? No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> anyway, so we're back excited. to our week. Back to our week. How was your weekend, oh, John? I just, I'm shot, you know? I, the difference between Alex and I is just being around people 24-7, whether it's my friends or people I don't know or whatever, like after a couple of days, like I need to recharge. Of I course. Need, I need to be alone. Everyone needs recharge time. No, but we're different. But like you think that I don't need recharge time. I'm like, no, we just don't have time for recharge time. Like I just choose to not get an attitude about it. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, well, there's nothing we could do. We have to just get to work. So <laughs> you just... Just today and tomorrow and the next day, I just want to be alone. I just want to like be in a dark room and just like play Call of Duty you know, for like two hours. That's all I need. Give me like you know two hours to after recharge. This? You could do that tonight. I know. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going away. You're getting I'm Christmas going decorations. For, yeah. So like go do your thing. Yeah. So we got back at midnight. Midnight from Austin. Man, travel days. Tra we could again. We could do a whole episode on travel icks. I know. So I, I almost want to. I have a different ick, so I'll just talk about it because it's not really my ick. It was just like. Well, save it for the end. Your ick. Okay. Anyways, Austin was great. We went and saw Formula One. Really cool. I always wanted to go, so it was a cool experience. For some reason, I did not 
I before going didn't think that it was going to be as loud as it was. Like I'm like, oh, I assumed it was going to be. I know, very I loud. knew it would be loud, but I just, I guess, forgot about it because I was like, oh, we're going to film all this content, and then we got there, and I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> we're so bad because we're so skip based. It's hard to like wing it like when we're at an event. Yeah, there was. It was also so crowded. I did not realize. I asked the person so like who was driving us around. She said that over four hundred thousand people go to the event throughout the weekend. Oh, I was way off. I thought it was 140,000. No, 400,000 throughout the weekend. So it's probably close to 200,000 like each day, but throughout the weekend, that's how many people go through. Just so, that's so crazy. crazy. Wild. The, the most important thing though from the weekend is I got these sick boots. John, New are those your first cowboy boots? New boot goofing. What's up? Goofing? Tacova. Why are you goofing? Like new boot goofing. That's like, the video is from Reno 911. He got new boots. Oh, it's like the oh. like a trending sound, like new boot goofing. Okay. I just ruined that joke. Yeah. You did. Thank you. I got it. No. But yeah, my first pair of boots. Those are nice. I don't know if I do. Can they pull have a lift. Off. They're in comfortable. Them? Oh yeah, they so do. I, so I need them. Wait, we didn't like. We should stand up. I want to stand up and see how much taller you are. At some point. In those. I like how everyone, by the way, in the we took photos together. They're like, I didn't realize how much taller Alex is. I'm like, she's wearing fucking heels. She's shorter than me by an inch. That's the other thing that I didn't realize. The terrain was going to be rough in Austin at the. Oh, like gravel. "Hmm, Heels maybe weren't the best choice, but I felt like I have just been training for this my whole life, so not a problem. You're a trooper. You got through it though. But it was a good trip. It was nice. I love Austin. It's like I just. If any Austin, Texas listeners, like, good for you. I don't know how you handle that heat. People were like, oh my gosh, no, it's a cool weekend. I'm like, it's 90 they degrees. They said it was a cool weekend? I mean, compared to the 100 degrees that they had all summer long. I mean, it was like 96. So I, I wasn't too far off than what it normally is. Then, but I it, guess. it's not as bad. As Austin's a cool place, though. Actually, I do like Austin. I've only been there twice, and I had a good time both times I've gone. It's a convenient location, too. Like, it's central to everything. So much to do. Yeah. Good eats, good vibes. Austin's cool. What else? Anything else? What else? Our our house. Our house is almost done. Actually, by the time this episode comes out, we have to move into our house. We have to this yeah. day. Like, so we're gonna be really crazy. And so busy. we're literally moving in back into our house the same day as we are going live uh, between between like the 24 to 48 hours yeah right but we're used to it like we're pros at moving at this point the the issue is like we thriving ended up under staying chaos here we ended up staying here an extra month i mean but if you're anywhere for more than a month like you start to accumulate things you know like how many amazon packages have we gotten here like we live here in this rental house but now we have to go and i'm like oh my gosh i'm actually gonna miss this house though i'm gonna miss walking and Poor Kobe, we won't be able to walk him anymore because we're on a main road. It's okay. There's pros and cons to both. But anyway, well, I, I feel like Formula One was our recap. I can't I can't think of anything else right now that we did during the week. We're just too busy looking to the future. The Beverly Center is our next big thing. Just everyone come to it. Okay. And I just have to try to convince John still to wear a Halloween costume with me. So I guess at you guys will know. Not at the event, which we do have to figure out what That'd we're going to wear. That'd actually be hilarious. Oh, we could dress up. <laughs> but it's like November 1st. It's like Halloween's done by November 1st. I think we should wear matching suits. I still think so. We could. It'd be hilarious. Let's do it.
Okay. And this week's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Tired of doctor hunting and endless recommendations? Wipe away those tears and say hello to ZocDoc. Discover doctors who accept your insurance and have amazing reviews. ZocDoc is your free ticket to finding and booking fantastic doctors with thousands of top-rated options. All have verified patient reviews, so you could choose someone with experience who understands your needs. Forget the long wait times. ZocDoc offers appointments in just 24 to 48 hours, even same day. No more waiting on hold. Book your doctor with a few taps. Visit ZocDoc.com slash straight for the free app. Find and book your top-rated doctor today at ZocDoc.com slash straight. You deserve the best healthcare. And this podcast is also sponsored by Manscaped. For a close shave below the belt, trust Manscaped. Their fifth-gen trimmer features two skin-safe blade heads, including a new foil blade for a smooth finish. With dual LED spotlights and three length-setting combs, it's perfect for all needs. Plus, it's waterproof. Taking it on the go, Manscaped includes a travel case and a travel lock feature. Upgrade its trimmer and improve his life. Get 20% off free shipping with the code STRAIGHT at manscaped.com. It's time to go ultra with Manscaped. Your sensitive areas deserve the best. All right. Listener question. We'll jump into our listener question. Yeah. Cool. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years and we moved into our own apartment a year ago. He's going on a family vacation with his wife, separated but not divorced, and their grown children to celebrate their youngest child's 18th birthday. He tells me he is co-parenting, but I disagree. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are, why weren't you invited? Are you supposed to give your thought or do we read? Oh, okay. Maybe you read them first and then we could give our thoughts. Okay. <laughs> I like how Goo printed this out extra big for me. <laughs> You're dating a married guy. What exactly are you confused about? You get what you signed up for. little harsh there. I'm scared to ask because I guess I wasn't paying. I, he's married still or he's, he's not married anymore. He's just co-parenting. No, no, no. They're still married. Going on a family vacation with his wife. Separated, not divorced. Yeah. I like... You're dating someone. You brought this up last time. Again, yeah. Like people love to talk about getting divorced, but don't get divorced. Yeah. I mean, that statement's pretty uh, valid there. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's true. You and three years? Divorce doesn't take three years. He's been saying he's getting divorced for three years? Dude, come on. Does I, his wife know that he has a girlfriend? <laughs> oh, that's like, why were you invited? Yeah, like, have you met his wife? Have you met his kids? Like, you might just be the other woman. I mean, you clearly are in this situation. Tell him, tell him you want to like, go. I like how, well, that's why I said initially, I was like, my thoughts are, why weren't you invited? Like, yeah. if this is a known thing, if he's already moved on and separated and getting a divorce, like, have you met the family? I bet you his excuse will be my ex-wife doesn't, or my wife, whatever, doesn't feel comfortable with having you in the picture. I know we're like, not well, supposed to give you're... our thoughts. So read, read this, read these. Uh, okay. There's absolutely no reason to co-parent to this extreme when the kids are adults. Facts. What's the Facts. kids turning 18? They're youngest. They're celebrating their youngest. It's 18. Yeah. Get the Come f- on. That's true too. These are actually very, these, these make sense. It's definitely co-parenting and so important for the children, no matter what age. Okay. Save the children. <laughs> Save the Save children. The children. I mean, I don't know. Like, what are you doing to co-parent when the kid is 18? I'm still confused. Are we supposed to give... Let's just read these. Okay, just read them. Do I read them first? And then we'll give our thoughts. Okay. I mean, John, there's no rules. Like, 
we could do whatever we want. You could rip You guys those. tell us what's better. Do you, you want could... us to read each one and, and then, then break down each opinions. one? Or just, we're just going to give our opinion on this at the end. Either way, we're okay. going to give our opinion. <laughs> Still not divorced after three years, question mark. My thoughts. And the girlfriend isn't invited, question mark, red flag. Literally, literally. That's exactly everything we said. Why aren't you going? Should I say it like as a question or should just I say yell question it. mark? Like you might as well just yell it. Why aren't you going, question mark? Because <laughs> he's still in love with his wife. Leave. Mm. Mm. Maybe I'll just like DJ you. Uh, yeah. Last one. Uh, last one. Let's uh, go. Uh, uh. <laughs> Seems like it's a simple family vacation. Don't take it too serious. The important thing is you're the girlfriend. No, I like, no, I would take it seriously. Oh, yeah. He's going on vacation without you with his wife. They're not even, it's not even his ex-wife. Like, and even in that situation, if it was his ex-wife, like, you should be invited. I feel like there's, I have nothing yeah, else to say. Yeah, because you're his that. family now. So, like, the ex-wife, even though she's not his ex, if she was the ex, should be understanding of, like. Of you joining. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Like, getting a separate room. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't be invited. This guy's. I think. You, the, the main thing is the guy has said he's been going to get divorced for three years. He's not getting divorced. This guy ha is having his cake and eating it too. Oh, you love that. No, you love that. You, you say that you, all the time. You say that. Because that's what you wanted to do in the beginning. Yeah, but that's your line. I, now I'm using it. Should we move on? I Okay, so verdict is verdict don't is, trust this guy. Yeah. One, you should be like, I want to come. And you should be able to come. In, in more ways than one. <laughs> Let's just get to the next question. <laughs> My wife and I have been together for 20 years. We have a blended family with her two boys being the oldest at 37 and 31. They still live with their mom and me. It's been five years and it bothers me every day. I can't step outside of my bedroom door without feeling stressed and disappointed. My wife likes having them around and provides a festive environment for them. John, how do I sell to these men the awesome life of independence in today's society? In my generation, any man living with their parents is a turnoff. Alex, do women find men like these two undateable? How do I keep my wife happy and be happy myself? If this isn't stepbrothers... <laughs> If this isn't stepbrothers. I feel like I do need a laptop with the questions because I was like, what was the first part of this? <laughs> okay. The kids live the with... The cliff notes is this guy and his wife have been together 20 years. She had two kids before they got together, but they've been married for 20 years. The oldest boys live with them, 37 and 31. They, are, they just have no desire to move outside the house because his wife provides like a nice comfy so environment for them. them. And so he's basically like, how do I show that these guys show to these guys that a life of independence is what they should be striving and looking for. And he's asking me, is this something that women find desirable? No, uh, I'll yeah. just talk for you. No, no. there's, I, I don't think anyone finds that no. desirable. Let me get a partner. But he's asking, how do I keep my wife happy and be happy myself? I mean, Again, yeah, I think this is a conversation to have with your wife because I feel like at this point, though, too, you and your wife have been together for 20 years. Like, these are, are considered your kids as well. Like, you have been an adult figure in their lives. I'm sure that they have you a put level your of time respect in. for you. Exactly. It's not like you're this new guy coming in. Right. So why what are they not working why are they still living at home at 31 and 37 they don't fucking have to if she's just coddling them they don't why would they want to leave they got everything you know on a fucking silver plate for them platter whatever the issue i think with some people is that 
they're they're afraid to push their kids out of the nest. They're like, well, my other kids didn't need to be pushed. Why do I? But some people have different needs in their lives. Some people have different motivators in their lives. And so I think you just have to find it's not a matter of waiting until they're ready because that day might not ever come, might never come. I just like I this is just very stepbrothers. Yes. I'm not talking about anything that I have <laughs> Anyways, have experienced um, with. I just think, yeah, I don't think they have any motivation because of the environment they're in from their mom. Don't I, let them drive your boat. I will say this, though. Like, you were asking Alex, do women find this desirable? Just think about this. What woman or man or anyone would find an, an, an attractive trait to not be able to take care of yourself and everything spoon-fed? Because, like, how's that person going to help support you in your life or, like, make you a better person at all. I think the tough part though in this situation is you're asking this guy writing in, how do you sell to these men the life, the awesome life of independence in today's society? It's like, if they already don't see that on their own, I don't know that you painting a picture for them is really going to make a difference. Like it is like, it's a sink or swim. People kinda. have to want to change. People have to want that life for themselves. So I don't think it's a matter of like, wow, look at what's out there. I think, and again, we're not parents, so we don't know what it's like to have kids yeah, living at home. Yeah, but we're the same, almost the same age as them. So just <laughs> but I do think that some people need an ultimatum, like get the fuck out, like, or charge them rent. Like if they're going to be living, they need to be contributing. Like they have to have some sense of responsibility in order to be living at the house. Like you said, the, the first thing he needs to do is talk to his wife because if she's not on board right you're just wasting your time you, and energy you and your wife have to be a team about it because when you're not on the same page it's gonna also cause resentment there's gonna be confusion like you guys have to have be aligned on your goal of what you want to happen and then move forward from there but again who are we to say we don't have kids but we are kids and we uh, we're kids of parents and we know from experience kind of of like what that takes or you know they're going to live with you the rest of your life. And then you're going to be one big, happy family. One big, happy family. And then they'll or crash not, your boat one day. You know. <laughs> and you won't be able to sail through the Mediterranean with your wife. Boats, Boats and, and hose. <laughs> Next question. I work in a coffee shop and this older man comes in pretty much every time I'm working and I have a huge crush on him. I'm single, but I'm not sure if he is. I'm 26 and he's at least in his 40s and I've never been interested in a guy that much older than me before. I feel like we have crazy chemistry every time he comes in and some of my coworkers have kind of noticed it too. I'm very physically attracted to this man, but again, I have no idea if this guy is single, married, has kids or divorced. Should I shoot my shot with this guy knowing I have no experience dating an older man or or should I just keep it a work crush? Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot, girl. Throw your you, number out you there. you don't know. If he's wearing a ring, there's your answer. But if he has no ring, who knows? Shoot your shot. Yeah. Slip your number on a napkin or write it on his cup. When you go to give him the cup of coffee, be like. Maybe don't. Maybe lick don't your lick lips, your lips like, like that. What's up? I'm Amy. No. I'm Amy. But also like he, if he is in a relationship, <laughs> that's on him to tell you. What are you? Did you just say I'm Amy? <laughs> Why Amy? I don't know. I just I just see like an Amy as the coffee lady. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amy. <laughs> that would get me. What is? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, are your lips chapped? Good to know, Sean. That that's scene. all that it takes. Set the seed. <clears throat> I walk. Wait, oh, are you it? Amy? I'm the guy. No, no, you should I'm be Chad. Amy. No, you should be Amy. Okay. Okay. 
Hey, good morning. Hi, what can I, I get you? Oh, yeah. I would like a, um, a, you know what? What do you suggest? Honestly, it's kind of a cold day. I would suggest a pumpkin spice <laughs> latte. That's a little bit too sweet for me, Amy. What else can... By the way, I love the jacket you're wearing. It really Stop. matches your eyes. Amy. You're, you're actually, you're a good looking man. Stop, Amy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, what? Scene. Let's go. Improv it. Anyways, yeah. why? Well, I know you're. I noticed that you're stuttering over right. your words, oh God, so Amy, you must I'm be so nervous, nervous around me. Okay, Amy. A uh, fuck, Chad. <laughs> look, Chad. You've been coming in here a lot. I have. You're a beautiful man, and I just think, I think we got chemistry. Amy, you should take me on a date. You know what? Fuck that. I'm gonna take you on a date, Chad. <laughs> Me. <laughs> All you're saying is Amy. You're terrible. <laughs> Give me more than just saying Amy. I know that like you could get into the mindset of like a young woman, but for some reason it's really <laughs> hard for me. <laughs> Amy, I would love to have you take me out on a date. Oh, I am so excited. How about Tuesday at 8 p.m.? Perfect. I'll pick Boom. you up. And in Amy, my... there you go. You just got your new match in heaven. I love it. Good luck, Amy. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I work at a bank and know this person and her family pretty well. This person is pregnant with her second child with her husband. My coworker stumbled upon her husband's personal bank account and noticed some suspicious charges to OnlyFans and Tinder. Professionally, I can't disclose this information to the wife since she's not on his account. Personally, I consider this person a friend and have a good relationship with the family through the bank. I've been conflicted with whether or not it's the right thing to tell this person along with the timing, given that she's due in a month or two. What do you guys think? When you say you consider this person a friend, have you actually hung out with this person? Are you ready to risk your job? Yeah. Number one, I immediately think, do not say shit. Because also when reading this question, I'm like, oh my God, are people like looking at our bank statements? Not that like I have any sneaky purchases, but like, I, did, I never thought that other people have the time or the energy to go through and be like, oh, what are people buying? What are what are people purchasing? I never thought about that. No, I, I actually had a friend who like worked at bank or whatever, you know, and like it, famous people. Oh, <gasps> they like, like look at what their purchases are. No, they just look at like how much money they have. Yeah. I mean, I guess like it makes sense. It's part of your job that you have access to all of that. But like you could absolutely lose your job over this. But also if I was being told from a banker who like I even felt friendly with, I would feel like it was an invasion of privacy. I'd be like, of course, what are you looking at? Like maybe she's fucking watching OnlyFans or doing OnlyFans. And that's fans. true. Like you don't know. Well, she said that it's on his personal account, not hers. So it's the husband's account that these purchases are being made on. Either way, you don't know what's, what their agreement is behind closed doors. So you could really set yourself up for disaster maybe, if they do have an agreement. Maybe someone else has access to his account. You that's don't know. True. You don't know all the facts. And that's true. Either way, mind your business. In, in this situation, I mean, like we love to get into people's business, but in this situation, mind your business and just let, let go and let God. You know what I mean? Do I look cool like this? You look uncomfortable, which, by the way, we do need to chat about chairs. If you guys have recommendations for like, you know, good chairs, good back support, something for a podcast. Well, I wanted to ask you this too. Do you think that we should like go back to having a table? Like maybe we have like a round table. Oh. A round table could be nice. I don't know. Is it going to take too much space? What do you think about wireless mics? Wireless? Yeah, that way I could just like sit 
fuck around. I don't think the quality is going to be the same because then you'd like deal with some feedback and like, right. like wired is the way to go. What about like one of those desks from high school? That's what these are. One side. That's what these are. And these are so uncomfortable. I think maybe we do the over the shoulder. No, I hate those. The arms. Then I think we just do a table. Maybe so I can lean on it. Yeah. You know? Because it's better. I felt more comfortable in our house. You got your laptop. You got all your gizmos and gadgets know, you need. It's too much. You know what I mean? With like this. Like we just need a table. I th let's do that. A table with nice chairs. Next question. I cheated on my boyfriend nine months ago. He found out immediately. There were tears and lots of fighting. But ultimately we didn't break up because he wanted to stay together and work through it. This was so unexpected and I just went with it. I can't believe he took me back, and I think part of me really wishes he didn't. Am I an absolute idiot if I don't stay with him after he's chosen to forgive me? I feel like such an asshole breaking up with him when I'm the one who did him wrong. Yeah, do him a favor and fuck off. I d yeah, honestly, you owe it to him. You owe it to yourself. If you're not going to put 100% he... commitment back into it, like, why? Don't do it to the guy twice. I think also, like, do some internal work and be like, why did I cheat on him in the first place? Like, what was going on that... I felt the need to cheat. And why, why, like when you told him or did he find out, why didn't you ask yourself, like, is this a relationship that I actually want to be in? Because it sounds like you don't want to be with him. And this was your way of kind of like getting out of it, you know? So at this point, like, no, I don't think that you're an asshole for breaking up with him. I think you're an asshole for staying with him after breaking his heart. You're going to break his heart again, but it's worse than like being with him longer and giving him this false sense of hope that you actually have these feelings for him when you're really just like, I don't want to be with you. Yeah, Because if you're not 100% into it, you've already cheated once. You're going to just do it again. Right. So I think that you just got to end it. Yeah. End it, boo-boo. Kick rocks. Next question. <laughs> We just like breezed right there. We're like, you're. I mean, do you have any other notes on that? No. No. Was, I don't think there's no anything else to say. It was a no brainer. Yeah. I mean, you're not happy, clearly. Next question. My brother's wife called me hysterically crying, saying she needed someone to talk to and get certain things off of her chest. She proceeded to say that they opened their marriage two years ago and that she can no longer handle the multiple partners my brother has. She doesn't like that he's been sexual with people in their apartment building, spending money on girls, and also friends in their friend group. This has made some situations feel super uncomfortable for her. She has also called my dad and told him the situation, but I feel like this has put me and my dad in a very weird position. I don't know if I should tell my brother or just let them figure it out. I told her she just needs to communicate these things to my brother, but she specifically wants me to be the mediator. What should I do? No, I wouldn't get in between that. Fuck that. That already looks like a train wreck that's already... It looks like a train that's already gotten a wreck that's about to go into another collision. Like, you're not going to... You jumping in isn't going to fix anything or help, and it's just going to be... A lot on you. Like, they need to figure that shit out. I mean, they're both the ones who open their relationship. So they could be the mature adults to handle it afterwards. You know, like, to now bring you in and, like, your family. Like, it's your brother. Like, they made that mess. Go to therapy. Like, get a counselor. Go to fam Get a family, a couple's counselor. This isn't on you. I think it's past that. He's, he's smashing people in their apartment building. Well, I mean, I don't know what the rules were in their open relationship, but they both chose, it's not like he's cheating on her. They both decide to open their relationship. You don't shit where you eat. So now like where you live, he has multiple partners in the same building as you. It's not like a one-off anymore. It's like you see It sounds people. like 
they opened their relationship because they thought it would be fun. And then things got a little out of hand. And now one person's not happy. I don't the, feel bad. I'm for not saying you should feel you. bad. But what I'm saying is, is like she she shouldn't be going to you. I think that what you need to do is say, this is out of my league. You two both need to go to a counselor. I can't be the mediator when... I'm a biased source in this. Like I have, this is my brother. You guys are family. I didn't even know that you fucking opened your relationship. Right. I have no experience in this realm. I mean, uh, unless you do, but I don't think so. Like, also, then what? Then, is you, then what about your relationship with your brother? Right. Like whether they don't work out or not, you the rest of your life with your brother, like how, what are tensions going to be like there with you intervening for no reason? When people open up their relationships, that's such a slippery slope. Like if boundaries aren't set, I mean, you, you might think you're okay with it, but like, you don't even, you don't know if you've never done it before, you don't actually know how you're going to feel. Isn't that crazy? If you think about it, you're like, I'm assuming I'm going to be okay with this and you might be, and you might not. And then it's just like a, oof. I don't want to judge someone for what works in their relationship, but I've never once thought about op like opening our relationship number one, but that like, that would be a healthy thing to do. Like, and maybe we just need to talk to someone who's in an open, healthy relationship, but I just like can't imagine it going well. I'm not judging people for doing it. I'm I'm just being a real realist about what could happen. Like there's way too many variables, variables. Yeah. that can like fuck up this thing that you want to do. I don't know. I just think it's hmm. it's ballsy. Yeah. Either way though, like this isn't your problem to fix. And it's unfair that this is now like on your shoulders, but she shouldn't expect it to. So I, I think you just outsource this and you say, sorry, I love you guys. I hope you get this worked out, but it's, I can't, I can't be your therapist or your mediator. So yeah, best of luck. That's a pass for me. And as a reminder, this episode is also sponsored by ZocDoc. Have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor asking everyone for a recommendation? You know that doctor who gets you, listens, and makes you feel at ease. After weeks of searching, you finally find the one. Not only do they check all the boxes, but they're also nearby. And you're astrologically compatible because that's important, right? But then the receptionist drops a bombshell. Your perfect doctor doesn't take your insurance. No! Wipe those tears, put away the ice cream, and head over over to ZocDoc. Remember that feeling when you finally find the thing you've been searching for on the internet? Well, ZocDoc is just like that. It's a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. With thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, you can filter for those who accept your insurance, are conveniently located, and treat a wide range of conditions. Go to ZocDoc.com straight and download the ZocDoc app for free. Discover and book your top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O oc.com slash straight zocdoc.com slash straight because you deserve the best health care without the insurance hassle and just a reminder this podcast is also sponsored by manscaped say hello to the manscaped lawnmower 5.0 ultra that's right 5.0 with a cutting edge design and next gen skin safe blade heads this trimmer is a spaceship for his sensitive areas. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by heading to manscaped.com for an exclusive 20% off discount and free shipping with the code STRAIGHT. High tech for low places, that's Manscaped. Every man knows the perils of a close shave below the belt. 
That's why we trust Manscaped for all their sensitive areas. The fifth gen trimmer features two interchangeable next gen skin safe blade heads, including a standard one for the precision and a foil blade for a smooth finish. But there's more. Dual LED spotlights provide contrast on various skin tones, ensuring you can shed light on even the darkest places. With three length setting combs and a waterproof capabilities, it's versatile and practical. Traveling, no problem. The Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra includes a travel case and a travel lock feature to avoid any awkward moments at the airport. This is the cutting edge of pube trimming. Upgrade his ball trimmer and you'll see an upgrade in his life too. Don't wait, get 20% off and free shipping with the code STRAIGHT at manscaped.com. Give his balls the treatment they deserve with Manscaped. Next question. I'm a married stay-at-home mom with one child and my husband is a cop. I previously tried out to become a cop several months before I met my husband in 2019. I had to put it on pause due to my mom being diagnosed with cancer and COVID, which was followed by marriage and then our baby. I'm now looking to restart the process to get into the academy, but here's the plot twist. My husband told me that if I became a cop, we would most likely end in divorce because my husband knows how the job is. In other words, he thinks all men would try to sleep with me and that I'd be willing to do so so I could climb the ladder. My husband refuses to discuss this matter further, and now I'm left in a position where either I choose my dream job over my husband and get a divorce, or I choose my husband over my dream job. I don't want to have my child go through a divorce, but I also can't leave my dream behind as I know I'll regret it. I'm so mad at myself for letting this much time pass already, and I can't let it slip any further away. So please give it to me straight. I feel like him being like, and that's that. Anytime someone's like, and that's final, be like, it's not mm, final. You right. can't. Also, if I were you, I'd be a little bit offended that my husband thinks that I have no control over my sexual desires and I'm not going to lay everyone in the fucking academy. I'd be like, is that what you really think of me? You don't trust me? You don't think that I'm loyal to you? Like, what does that say about your relationship right. that your husband assumes that you're just going to go to pound town now that you're in the popo? Yeah, it's very insulting. Yeah. To just assume that. Like any decision where it's like a hard no for one partner, it, that's tough. Because it's like, okay, so you're not going to budge at all. So it's up to me now to, I have two avenues to go down. What am I going to do? Like, It's unfair to you. It puts you in a rock. Puts you in a rock and a hard place. <laughs> I'm like, what is, how do you say Put it? Puts you between a rock. Puts you in a rock and a Between puts, a rock puts and a hard you place. On, you're, you're the rock. Mm. And it's in a hard place. <laughs> nope. That's not it. Puts you in a rock in a hard place. But you know what? I, I, <laughs> I make up mannerisms all the time. Mannerisms? So you can make up no. one. Puts you between a rock and a hard place. Again, and then everyone's threshold about what's divorce worthy. You know, do you want, like you said, like, do you want to put your kid through that? Do you want I to follow your dream? Divorce like, is so dramatic and something that is a simple conversation with your husband that he's being unwilling to have. So that's my red flag is with your husband. I'd be like, dude, what does this say about you and what you do in the academy? Like, what are you talking about? Like, but I would, if you're willing to just go to divorce, so like, then this is where you should talk to like a marriage coach or something to, that can give you tools in how to like have a conversation because how to try to open that door back up with your husband to have an open convo. Cause it can't go from like, if he's like, that's final. And then your stance is, well, it's either I do my, I get this job or we're divorced. Like both of you aren't having the best communication skills. Like there's got to be a way for you guys to Compromise. talk about it. So I would talk to somebody else that can help you, like give you the tools to have that combo. Right. Nice, John. That was what pretty solid advice, you know? Sometimes but yeah, I, I mean, you don't want to let your dream die just because your partner says so. I don't love right. that. 
But I don't think it should come down to divorce though either. So best of luck. Next question. My husband and I have three children and have been together for 13 years. This morning, I was up getting the kids ready for school, going in and out of the bathroom. After a while, I saw something on the hallway floor. I initially thought my kids had dropped garbage on the floor and didn't pick it up. Finally, I went to grab it and it was an unused condom out of the wrapper. So what? on the floor that hadn't been there before. The wrapper was nowhere to be found, just a fucking unused condom lying on the floor. I immediately saw red because where did it come from? We don't use condoms or have any of them in the house. I immediately asked him where it came from and he said he had no idea. He hung out with a friend last night, a neighbor outside talking, laughing and having a few beers, nothing out of the ordinary. So he wasn't far away or out somewhere. Anyway, he said he accidentally walked in the house with his shoes on last night and maybe it was on his shoe, but he doesn't know. I told him he sounded like a dumbass as I went through that hall multiple times all morning and saw nothing until this late morning. Now it's causing an argument between us. Where did it come from? What should I do at this point? This is so surprising to me as I never suspected anything was going on or wrong. But now the gears are turning in my head. There are five people who live in this house, three children, two adults. Only two ways this could have ended up here. I know I didn't bring it in the house. What are your thoughts? How old are the kids? Sound They sound young. She was like getting them ready for school. So are they middle school? I don't know. You know I mean, come on. Oh, you mean like if the kids are like high school, fucking school? around, like maybe just using it as a balloon, a prank. I don't know. Like that is a possibility unless they're in elementary school. But even then, what if they got a hold of one and like was just thinking it was a balloon or something? I, my mind didn't even cross to ki the kids having one. But I think you're right. Like when I was in elementary school, I remember people are going to be like, where the fuck did you go to elementary school? You had a sex ed class in elementary school? No, no, no. I remember <laughs> I was, was like, kids. You were there was having like this sex one kid school? who brought a condom to school in like fourth grade because he had older brothers. And so he was like, look what I got. And I was like, balloon animals. Like, you don't know. But again, it could have been, you're right. Like it could be from the kids. But my question is, if your husband said that he it came in on his shoe, wouldn't it be dirty? Like, wouldn't the condom be covered in dirt? Like, it wouldn't be a clean, unused condom. I don't believe the shoe thing at all. You know. All right, let's rule out the kids. Like, let's rule out. I'm not ruling the kids out. Not well. We can't. I guess. Rule I remember out being in fifth grade, maybe sixth grade. Like, I remember me and my buddies finding. Their parents like Playboy magazines under their they bed don't, and shit. They don't use them in their house, so it wasn't from inside the house. But it could have been. Were they? Were the kids hanging out with some friends at their house, at their parents' house? You know, it, it could be like, yeah. Let me use the condom. Let I me mean, I the guess condom. the good news is it was unused. I'm not trying to defend the guy. I just I like to, you know. Again, if what, it was what used, there would be way more concern there if it was used. Why would he keep it? Let me just. <laughs> and that's true too. Like the fact that it's unused is less alarming and it's open i i actually don't think it's him you don't think it's a husband who the fuck opens up a condom is like mm, you know and just like throws it if an adult male is opening up a condom he's making an attempt at using that condom right maybe smell it <laughs> just see it for like, what like maybe he put it on his dick You're but like, he couldn't is, finish is there like a certain penis scent or is there i'm asking you or the other scent yeah, but most of the time those have like some sort of like lube or something on it that like... Can you... I don't know. It's been years. I know. So I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. We're not the experts what, of the condom yeah, game here. No. But 
okay, this if this was me and I saw one and like I confronted you, I feel like I'd immediately be able to tell if you were lying or not, you know? Like you'd be like, whoa, like I just- How did that get there? Did that get? Yeah, like, whoa. Like I think that I'd be able to tell if you were lying or not. Like, and I don't know, <laughs> I just like- how All right, anyways, we're just like assuming shit now. So it's, <laughs> I, I'm saying- What more, would you do? I'm leaning towards the kids than him to be honest i would have we don't know your kid's age for some reason you decided not to put that in there because but i wouldn't fucking rule them out that they're playing around with the condom yeah so they could have found it at school they could have found it at a friend's house right. but you there, yeah you talked oh, to your husband about it they could have thought it was like maybe candy oh like they found it somewhere thought it was candy opened it up and they're like i don't want a fucking balloon dumped it on the floor <laughs> because Think about this. It's in the middle of the hallway. Right. So your husband would have to have it either hanging out of his pocket and it fell out, or he just had this loose condom in his hand. <laughs> it doesn't and make he's sense. Just like draw, it doesn't add up. I should be a fucking detective. Sometimes, detective John. Sometimes I'm like, okay, Law and maybe. Order. But other times I'm like, I don't know if he'd make a great detective. This the mustache woman shot her helps. husband from this direction and this angle. Yeah, I think I could do it. Anyways, in conclusion, don't rule your kids out. Also... You tell tell your husband you're going to get it tested. Ask your kids and then be like, I would keep it. Put it in a bag and be like, I'm going to get this tested. If this has your fucking dick skin on it. <laughs> I'm sorry that like you're going through all this in your head, though, because like I'm sure that's a mind. Oh, my God. Of course, sure. if I found a condom, too, the first thing I all I would have to blame is Kobe or goo. Right. Definitely goo. goo. <laughs> it's goo's fault. It's goo's fault. So I do. I want an update on this one, though, yeah. too. But you're right. It's probably the kids. But what if the kids are like super young? What if she writes in? She's like, no, they're four. Unless they're infants. They can use their hands. They can grab things. I don't know. I don't know. Next question. My husband has a daughter from a previous relationship. She's in her late 20s and has a boyfriend who she cheats on with one of her married coworkers. Her and I have never had much of a relationship, and the relationship with her father is strained to say the least. She's known to be a compulsive liar and never accepts any responsibility for herself or her actions. So recently, my husband's daughter started to post pictures on her Instagram and told the world she was pregnant. We couldn't believe it, and the photo on Instagram looked a little suspicious, like she was trying to look pregnant. But nonetheless, we went along with it, congratulated her, etc. Come to find out, the father of this child was the married co-worker she's been sleeping with, which her boyfriend knows about. Seriously, not the craziest part. A few months pass, and we don't really speak too much with her, but have had the conversations with her boyfriend, and he let us know she was out of work on leave due to the pregnancy being rough. Turns out her boyfriend and the child's father have been taking time off of work to tend to her and help her along as she gets through this rough time. A few more weeks go by and the rumor mill starts talking and the popular opinion is that she's faking the pregnancy and lying to everyone. Her boyfriend, the child's father, my husband and I work everyone. Shortly after these rumors start, there's allegedly a complication with the pregnancy and she's going to lose the baby, but she's no longer returning our calls and no hospital has a record of her being admitted. Within the next few days, she posts on Instagram that she lost a child, posts a picture of the premature baby and everything. She's getting all the sympathy and well wishes, yet she still won't return our calls. I hate to say this, but I was skeptical this whole time. I work in IT and things weren't adding up with the picture she was posting from the ultrasound to her baby bump to the premature picture of the baby. None of it made sense. 
Long story short, I found every one of those photos on the internet. There's actually websites where you could download these types of images to fake pregnancies. It even had a doctor's note to download, and guess what? She used that too. My husband and I finally got in touch with her and finally confronted her about all of this, and she emphatically denied everything. We started off the conversation by asking to come see her and help her out, be there for her, but she refused. She said we could send her money to help with the funeral, but she has no details to provide for the services and said we wouldn't be invited. Fast forward to a few weeks ago, and she's now being investigated at work for basically fraud and is likely getting fired and who knows what else. I could go on, but this has been long enough as it is. So my question here is, are my husband and I wrong for severing all ties with his daughter as this is a pattern of behavior from her and we no longer want to be associated with her? What? That was the longest question ever. So John, how old is the daughter? Oh, <laughs> the, the question was three seconds. It's about the story. I like how you go, how, how old is the daughter? That's all that you got from that. For some she's reason, in, I was like, is she in high school? She's in her late 20s. Okay. No. And so she has a boyfriend and then some random dude that she got knocked out from. Did I read? Were we what's, in what's the, the same? What's the two guys? You go, the boyfriend and the baby's daddy. You said that. John, she's not pregnant. Right, but who's the other guy in the story? A married, so she has a boyfriend and then she was cheating on her boyfriend with a married guy who she works with. She said that she got pregnant with the guy who she was cheating true? on with. D does it matter? She's just a crazy person. She's clearly- These, these fucking stories like, just cliff note them. I like I'm like, I'm I'm like, what what part of this am I supposed John, to follow? I know she context... faked a pregnancy, but then I'm like, who the fuck what's the relation with the other two people? And okay. Then... Well, person who wrote in, I appreciate the details. I thought that the storytelling was great. This is crazy. And I I've heard this happening before. There are other people who like pretend to be pregnant and post like these fake photos on the internet. So I'm glad that you had like the forefront to think of that, or I guess you didn't. Not until the baby. Are you Alex? Passed. Are you sh are you shocked or surprised at all? Men wearing diapers pretending to be babies. Why is that People, always your go-to? Uh, you always like go. I'm to just the saying, like nothing, nothing. There's no shock here. The the chick who. Well, we're still waiting for the update. The the chick who we have an update. may or may not be married or whatever, and we might be update. having a wedding. People faking being sick. People just wanting attention which is ironic as of what we do well and so that's what i was gonna say like, like long long story short this girl is looking for attention she wants it from anyone and everyone she's looking for money she's looking for sympathy she wants people to care and so i think that again this is something that obviously mental health is at play here this is out of your wheelhouse do i think that like you need to completely cut ties with her i don't think that you need to be close with her but like maybe her dad especially because like you're kind of if she's family removed. she obviously needs help she needs help this girl clearly she's asking for help not directly but these are all ways that she's like i need attention someone help me and so i don't know if, if the right answer is necessarily to sever all ties with his daughter when she this is literally a cry for help like maybe walk her through and say there's something that you're going through like we can help you get help because she mentally needs help i blame social media i mean there's a lot of things that you could blame <laughs> fucking here. social media man there's people on there just showing how great their lives are you know and it just makes people just like now they want that and they think it's real and do they you want think that. you're part of the problem <laughs> oh yeah i'm having a great time <laughs> you're having a great time <laughs> Look at John. Look at His me. eyes are so full of life and joy <laughs> and fun. <laughs>
Look at look at us. He's a, the social media star of your dreams. What's up? <laughs> you could you could do this just, too. Just, if I could do it, yeah. you can too. It's gonna be a course that John sells. How to be happy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> how to, yeah? How to show happiness? Yeah, I mean, again, I think that it goes a little bit deeper than just social media. You can't just put a blanket statement of blaming social media. I honestly on here. can't tell if I'm just like tired and shot that I don't have much to give here or if I'm just like so not shocked of what's going on here I'm just like this person she's the problem she's the problem she has a problem don't cut ties with her but help her get help like that's what she needs I feel bad for you guys because that's gonna be awkward as shit you're probably like and also yeah. like your collateral damage in it you know what I mean like it's emotionally a lot for you like and then you're torn you're like what do we do how do we help this person would I be so pissed 100%. 100%. Yeah, because it's also like you feel betrayed. Like she's yeah. using you. And, and for up. her to just blatantly lie about something that is the one of the worst things to lie about, you you just you can't get into the brain of that type of person. And I don't think that you should even try. You just have to accept that she's going through something and unhealthy people or people struggling with something will rationalize things. And like her her brain is working in the way that her own brain is working. So she might think that that's okay to lie about those things. And that's why I think that like, I don't know if severing ties is the answer, but like she clearly needs help. Yes, she needs help. And yes, like, feel free to be annoyed as fuck with her at the yeah, same time. Yeah, you could feel both of those things at the same yeah. time. Wow, that's crazy. Nice. John, do we actually get you a laptop so you could, like, follow along? No, I like you giving me cliff notes. <laughs> I think probably... I like giving the minimum amount of effort. Minimalist? <laughs> the amount, most minimal, the, the minimal, <laughs> minimal effort. The smallest amount of effort possible. <laughs> I think also it probably helps listeners because sometimes even when I'm reading the question, yeah, all everyone just, everyone likes the cliff notes. First off, yeah. like I'll take the blunt, like John's stupid, he's the cliff notes. But I know you assholes out there are also like, what are also like what's going what's on? Because going on? Who's, who's... half the time it's like my baby daddy and boyfriend and ex well, mommy's the daddy son. Is, like when I listen to podcasts and I miss something or I like need clarification, you could rewind. So I guess if like you're a listener, you could just hit the rewind button and and you know. listen to your 20 minute fucking question. No, yeah. the cliff notes way better. Okay, well, whatever. I don't give cliff notes <laughs> for every question though. All I'm saying is like you get a pass because this is live and. I'm, not I'm doing the best I can. All right. I'm here. You just want all the credit. Poor oh, John. Oh, shut up. Poor John. Oh, I hate that. I'm trying to like play it cool. Like, whatever. Yeah. Poor me. I hate when you say that. I'm going <laughs> to. Poor John. Is it okay to tell my fiance I'm jealous of his current position in life? The last few years have been really hard on the both of us in different ways. Over time, my fiance has had opportunities to better himself. He's in a great place financially and career-wise right now. I'm so proud of him. On the flip side, it feels like I just haven't been able to dig myself out of a financial hole despite my hard work. He's very supportive of me, but I look at some of the random opportunities he's gotten and just wonder why I haven't had the same luck. Again, I'm so proud and so happy for him, but I'm just tired of being supported 
after rounds of bad luck, let it be multiple layoffs in a two-year span, a previous employer incorrectly filing me as an independent contractor when I should have been a W-2 and now owing money to the IRS and being told there's nothing I could do, etc. I don't want him to feel like he can't celebrate with me, so we celebrate together and I bite my tongue. But in the meantime, it's really hard not to feel a little sad on the inside because I want to be supporting myself and be able to have those accomplishments for me too. It feels unfair to him to say how I'm feeling, but I'm scared that if I don't say anything, it's going to come out at the most inappropriate time thoughts feeling sorry for yourself is never gonna benefit you like should you feel like listen you guys are a team i don't know how you guys work with like finances and how that's gonna work but you need to be supportive of him telling him you're jealous like what's that really gonna do and also i just think that like looking back at like the bad hand that you have been dealt also isn't gonna do anything for you like the only way that you're going to have a better outlook on this is by looking at the future of like what you can now take look at those of. as lessons exactly or move on. not even necessarily like lessons but yeah like you learn from them so yeah fucking lessons but like you just yep. have to take those things as things that happened in the past and and move forward what can you do now what are action items that you can help now because to your point harping on jealousy or things that you can't change are not gonna make anything different for the future. It could always be worse. You could say that also, that your your feelings about, you know, what you've gone through are still valid, but- If it's been a string of bad luck, like what's going on? Like, what are you doing? Like, take a step back for a second and be like, okay, what do I need to change here? But also his success is not taking away of your opportunity for success either. No, so what I'm saying is like, move on from that part. We're in agreement as far as like, I don't think you should say something to him. Like you guys are a team, be supportive. Like it's not going to do anything. Now I'm just like, how can we help her or him or whoever like better their own career choices? Cause like, obviously something isn't working in their life. If it's like bad thing after bad thing after bad thing, like what can she or he do? Right, but it might feel like that right now, but it's just like sometimes things happen for people later in life, but it doesn't mean to play victim and like, woe is me, or oh my gosh, I'm jealous that they're getting this opportunity. Like, again, maybe you have to pivot in something. Maybe again, like you're not like working in the correct field that you should be, or like to your point, what are you doing that's different? What are you changing? Because if you're living the same life, if you're doing the same thing day to day, like nothing is going to change for you. Right. Like you have to get out of your comfort zone, uncomfortable, go through things in order to grow and in order to change. But doing things that make you uncomfortable, you have, you have to. to do. Yeah. And if prime you're just, example, Beverly Center, November 1st, <laughs> prime example, we're stepping out of our comfort zone. But I just think, again, to what to wrap up what we've been saying is your boyfriend's success or your fiance's success does not take away of, from the opportunity of like you being able to be successful as well. It doesn't dim your light, him shining. It should, unless he's telling you certain things or like unless putting he's like you rubbing down. rubbing in, then right. be like, okay. But I think that playing the victim isn't the answer either. Of course, you're going to have those feelings of like, when is it my turn? But you have to then take those feelings and put them to action then. Like work extra hard to to do, to make something happen for yeah, yourself. There you go. I think you could live, listen to a lot of in like conclusion, those. Just in conclusion, Al. In conclusion, you could, there's tons of. Self-help books. 
Self-help though is kind of just like yelling at the fucking stars too. Like work harder, be better. I don't know what you do for work. So it's hard for us to give you Honestly, exact I, action items. Like but, you said, Alex, prime thing here is uh, no, don't fucking say anything. Next question. Because you shouldn't say anything. I, I think that you can say how you feel though, but I wouldn't say that it's jealousy. I would say like, I don't know. I'm feeling this type of way. How can we work as a team to like help? Like, you know, what can I be doing differently to help launch my career. I don't think that you should ever suffer with something silently though. Like if you're feeling some type of way, like again, she's proud of him. Like she says that she's happy, she's proud of him, but like maybe because he's he's been able to have these opportunities, it's not like they just like landed in his lap again because so he's some obviously luck. doing something and to so help him grow. So that's what I'm grow. saying, like maybe confide in each other and just be like, what man, tools like, what, do you yeah, have what, that I can use? Exactly. Yeah. Learn from the people who are growing and becoming more successful. Like, so it, confide in him. I would confide in him, but I wouldn't necessarily say that like, oh, you're so lucky that these opportunities fell in your lap. Like he worked for them. Confide in him, but don't make him feel bad. Mm -hmm, exactly. But best of luck. It's going to happen for you. It just, it's, it's all, you can't compare your life to someone else's. I'm done. Yes. You're I'm done. I'm done with this question. Wow, I feel like we really wrapped up. Last week, we were just like lollying through all the questions. We're like, oh, they're taking forever. And this week, we're like, here's our response. You don't, I don't think know. so? I think a little bit. We were a little dragging on. Just this last one, none of the other ones. Probably. I don't know. I feel like we got to the point with a lot of them pretty quickly. Oh, You're right. I know, I'm kind of uncomfortable. Can't Cowboy kick my boots leg out with shorts. They're heavy as shit. It's the move. Okay, let's go into X. Oh, wait, update. So we have an update on the fiance who we didn't think existed. So if you want to listen to the question, you could go to last week's episode. Was it last week's? Yes, I think so. Where the girl who wrote in about her coworker, who no one has ever seen the fiance, no one was invited to the wedding. So highlight. Actually, I think it was the week before. I don't know. It was, one, it was either last week or the week before. Whatever. It was a few episodes ago. But yeah, the coworker friend got engaged, asked the person who submitted the question to plan her bachelorette party, but no one was invited to the wedding. And no one had ever met said fiance and there were no pictures of him. So no one really knew if he existed. The update. The bachelorette party was this past Saturday. It was overall chill with games at a bar followed by dinner. She asked about his last name and the bride-to-be gave them the last name, but nothing came up when they searched for him. They were shown one photo of the two of them from a while ago, and she had to dig through her gallery to find it. When asked if he had a top secret job, she told her that he works in IT, so he's very private. Plot twist, he hasn't yet obtained the document to say he's not already married for them to have a legal wedding. With the bachelorette party over the person who submitted the question has decided to keep her distance other than work with her the wedding is november so we may have another update following the wedding that no one is invited to so no real update so basically this guy's still a fucking mystery yep okay but i guess there is a picture but they might not get married now because of the documents i don't know so mm, we'll see so she guys. might still just wanted to have a party Everyone that was like, he's he's got a security a for clearance. I'm like, okay, you don't fucking know that. Mm, no. Does he work for the government? Maybe. IT? Maybe. We have friends with security clearances. and They still have photos yeah. and have social media. Without being secret families. Yeah. What did I, is that what I said? It might be I think a you thought family. that he had a sec second family. Whatever. Let's anyway. see. Well, so we got to wait for another update on that. Yeah. So that's that. And if we do get any other updates... Keep us posted, guys. All right. Ick, John, what's your ick for the week? My ick was just like our whole cluster of transport this weekend, transportation. So we missed our flight. 
I'm blaming our managers and their time management. And this is great because it's a running joke for this weekend. And the fact that this is live and they can't defend themselves. So this is <laughs> God, that's so, so I'm saying it's their fault. Uh, Mr. Flight. The, the worst thing is Cam and I, he, we were like, let's get this flight because it's cheaper. So we're like, we're going to save money. And in the end, we had to book another fucking flight. So it just costed more money. And I still had the shittier seats. I'm like, Fuck. I think either way. Like, we just need to, like, it's LA. We just have to get to the airport earlier because even if we left at the time that we agreed that we were going to leave, I still don't think we would have made our flight. No. So I think it's, you can't just point fingers and blame. We all, it was. I'm pointing, you got to blame someone always. No, no, you don't. 100%. I think that it was all of us. We were all, for some reason, agreed on this time. That was a terrible time to agree on. So we missed our first flight. We got there eventually. 6 a.m. flights are the way to go. Yeah, no traffic. No traffic. You or get late your... flights, no traffic. On the way there, sure. On the way back, absolutely not. I, I think we had, I think we asked a question once, like, are you guys more of a get up and leave the day of travel or like burn the whole day and fucking right. go at the end? Because we did that yesterday and I hated it. I think though, there's a little bit, like I love to leave if, I, if we're going somewhere, I'll get me on the earliest flight, earliest flight to get there. But then coming home, I definitely don't want to be on like the 6 a.m. out, but like right. the 8 a.m. is good. I don't need to wait around all day. Also like, depends on where you are. 8 a.m. You're going to nail traffic. No, but I just mean like if you're on the vacation and you're going back home, right. 8 a.m. is like not a bad time to leave your vacay. Anyways, just like a whole thing, like with transportation and ended up not saving money. So yeah, I'm or, never booking our the, flights again. Or the people in the back of the plane rushing to the front and then you had to cut them off and then they were huffing and puffing That's the worst. you cut them off. You, you people, you people on the plane. Don't talk about our listeners. I know that they're not those people. Whoever they are, our listeners probably know these people. You sprinting up, wait your fucking turn. <laughs> you sprinting up the aisle to what? Stand right next to me and you're breathing on the back of my neck also, and tapping like, me? There is rule. There are Courtesy. rules. Like it starts in the front and then it go trickles down. Like you have to wait in line. Like you, when the, the audacity of this guy huffing and puffing at me because I. I stood up. John saw this guy my like time. running into the front, and oh. so John became the uh, the aggressor, the block, the blockade, and he was like, "Nope, you're not moving past me." My favorite though is oh, I ass checked him. I didn't even know what he looked like. I ass checked him. I was like, "Alex, go ahead." Yeah. And he's he goes, <laughs> "Yeah." In, he was not in my happy. Ear. I was like, "Fuck you! You're seat thirty-seven back there. Get get back." And he caught all those other people. I know. I know. It, there's rules. You gotta wait. Wait your turn. Also, the whole thing of like I'm sitting there and the dude's dick is in my face while I'm like standing right next to me. Like I'm the aisle seat and he's his dick's <laughs> just right next to my face. I'm like, and we're waiting for 15 minutes. It's just moving around. I mean, moving why around. are we why are we standing up? Just wait. Just wait your goddamn turn. Airport etiquette Thank doesn't you. exist. Uh, my ick is clothes that need to be carefully tended to i can't handle them it's annoying sweaters that need to be <laughs> flat laid not not washed with everything else if you can't hang in a normal wash dry cycle you're not me meant to survive in my closet but i'm just annoyed because there was this really nice sweater that did i read the directions of how to wash it of course i fucking did it and it shrunk and it was really nice. And I'm like, now I have to Google how to unshrink this really nice sweater. But I just like, it annoys me. Just make clothes that are durable in every situation. The one thing I heard about like the durable, stretchy clothes are like they're really bad for like the environment or of the course. ocean there's always, or something. There's always some something 
there's a pro the and con to everything. The fact that I just had to hand wash those two shirts, like I'm back in the 1800s. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing right now? Like, but the thing is, like, nice. I can't afford to ruin my shirts because I only have five shirts. <laughs> so you drying the one shirt, the one time you do laundry, by the way, and you dried my fucking shirt and shrank it. I'm like, that's it. Now I'm I didn't to, know now that it was four. in there. I didn't know. We you dried a, my sweater. We need to have a conversation. You dried my sweater. And I didn't me. blame you for it. Actually, Al, I did tell you about my shirt. And I go, hey, if you're going to dry, don't dry my shirt. You did not. Okay. No, you I, I'm like 80% sure. You have. You always say put me in a home. You don't remember. Okay. I, I, you didn't say. Okay, you dried gonna, my sweater and I didn't blame you. Are we done here? We're done. Uh, Guys, buy tickets while we read this review. Right. Tell them what to do, Alex. Let me Head find this review. Head to the link. In our bio and purchase those tickets to see us tomorrow. Woo! Are you ready for the review now? Also, the, I hope you guys, guys can't so hear the um, leaf blower in the background. Our neighbor's going ham at four o'clock. It's taking in the all afternoon. of my willpower not to go on the porch. Like, hey, hey, hey! You're either hearing that or Kobe licking his non-existent balls. Okay, your gracious, gracious, gracious host. You're gracious, 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 and it cut it off. And it's from Gracious Listener, five stars. Welcome back to the best review ever. Woo! First of all, if you don't understand this review, then you haven't listened to this podcast, which is your first mistake. These two are truly the only influencers who actually make me laugh out loud. I followed them on social media and found them so funny, and their podcast is so different. Alex, you're stunning with an amazing, soothing voice. I've never I'm, heard that I before, but that. thank you. <laughs> you interrupt John, but in the best way. Your upbeat personality brings sunshine to my mornings. John, some may call you a miserable Mabel. I call you a realist. You are honest, but kind, and your quick quibs are hilarious. You may only be 5'9", <laughs> but your personality makes you... Six one. Wow, especially with those boots on. That's John. right. Mm. You almost keep do on. Keep doing what you're doing because YouTube brings so much joy into the world. That's all for now. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Thank you to our gracious, gracious listener, which are all of you guys, our gracious listeners. Give us those reviews, guys. We love them. Thank you so much. Like, subscribe, email, comment. Get your tickets. Get, get your, tickets, your tickets, get your tickets, get your tickets. Link is in our bio and in the show notes. If you guys want to email us, you can reach us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com. And you can find us everywhere at give it to me, give, give it to me straight podcast. Gosh. And I'll we'll always. see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.